Donut Country and Chick-fil-A on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Donut Country, fans heating and air, along with Balfour, Josh Houston, and Associates. Welcome back into the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country. Uh, appreciate Clark joining us today. Monty Hale here now. We're going to talk some Laverne hoops. And with um, Anthony Rutland, the boys' basketball coach for the Wolverines. Coach, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Um, well, Coach, um, tell us what you've been able to get in this far. I know you have had a few games, so just kind of tell us where you're at right now. I'm still learning my team. I think the team is still learning me. Um, we're young. Um, last year, uh, they had a great team. Uh, this year, <clears throat> we lost about, I say, 90% of our scoring. So now we're just trying to find a way of of guys and our younger guys to try to step in and um, find a niche, find their role, <clears throat> and find a way to score. Um, it's been difficult because I haven't had but maybe less than two and a half weeks of practice, um, and it's hard to adjust to a new coach, new players. So uh, the games that we played thus far um, have been against a lot of veteran teams, and um, we're still young and still trying to learn uh, how to step in and, and, and play. Yeah, when you've got a when you lose the type of talent that Laverne lost last year, and you do have some guys coming back, but their roles on that team are probably a whole lot different than the roles you're going to need them to play for you this year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I have one guy, uh, Tony Nolan. He's actually um, uh, one of our uh, main returnees. He had probably more minutes than anyone else on on the um, varsity squad. Um, but I need, I mean, he averaged only uh, 4.8 points a game. Um, so his role needs to to step up and and be more of a leader and uh, and a scorer at the same time. So um, we're just trying to find some guys that can come in the role and step in and and actually don't play by their grade. They need to just play basketball and um, don't think of them as a freshman or a sophomore or as a junior, but just play as a basketball player. And, you know, I had to do it, you know, um, at all levels. So I'm just trying to instill in them what they need to do to, to get in in a high school level. Um, well, tell us about the rest of your players. Kind of just introduce us to your team since it's the first time we've had you on this year. Yeah, I have, uh, you know, Tony Nolan. He's, uh, like I said, one of our main returnees. We have uh, Cam uh, McCauley. He's a strong, powerful uh, uh, forward that we have. He His first game that we had, he had like 19 rebounds. Uh, we have a newcomer, uh, Javon. Um, he transferred in from uh, Maplewood, a sophomore. He actually uh, is starting to step into uh, his role as a forward, very athletic um, we have Chris Hyten, who is a returnee point guard, uh, sophomore, um, still learning how to be a leader as a point guard, uh, not as big as he had, you know, they had last year, but, you know, he's, he has a big heart and he knows how to run a team. We have J- uh, Jaden uh, Rogers-Brown, who is another returnee. Uh, he's a senior, so uh, he's a shooter. I need him to step up and play well. Um, right, right now I just have a lot of role players that played last year and nobody was really the man, 
um, wasn't able to uh, play their game, as they say. Um, but we're trying to get there. Um, well, tell us about yourself. What got you to La- Laverne High? Well, I was at Stewart's Creek for the past two years under Don Barger. Um, so I was helping her out um, as an assistant. And, um, you know, when Coach Pride came into Stewart's Creek, I actually was on staff with him um, up until July and uh, August. Um, this position came available. You know, I applied and I talked to Coach Pride and, you know, I let him know that I was offered the position and, you know, he understood. And, you know, um, from there on, you know, I was able to get in the door and and help these guys practice and for the last two weeks and, you know, go from there. It, it was kind of blindsided because, again, uh, other teams were able to have tryouts and uh, maybe do some conditioning within the code of, uh, you know, whatever, but the pandemic going on. But um, when I got there, you know, it was no open gym. It was nothing that we could do. And um, so once the season started, that's when I was really trying to get to know my guys and what they can do um, on a five on five basis. So our first four games, first five games, it was my first time really seeing them and being able to coach them in a game setting. Well, that kind of definitely puts you behind the eight ball, and uh, to say the yeah. least. Um, yeah. And you're going to face hurdles uh, along the yes. way, and I think we are this season. Well, we, we've yes. already seen it with certain teams uh, being quarantined. I know there's uh, no coach's manual necessarily, necessarily for this, but I guess you got to have a lot of plans, A, B, Cs, and Ds, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, and, and with us being young – you know, the first thing is, uh, you know, just try to uh, make sure that the team can stay as safe uh, as possible. Um, I, you know, I, we talk about, you know, just make sure when you're wearing your mask, um, keeping your distance. Um, if you start to feel anything, then, you know, make sure you let everybody know. Um, but, you know, with everything going on, safety is first. Um, you know, I know everybody's trying to do their best, but, you know, we're adjusting and I, and I told, you know, the team, our, our philosophy is it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, we're going to go through our ups and downs. Um, but at the end of the day, if we can come together, uh, towards the end of the race, um, that's when you need it. You know, I, I gave the example of UConn in the big East tournament, uh, being the eighth seed playing the playing game and, and going on to win the national championship. If you can gel at the right time, um, anything can happen. Winning that Big East tournament that year was probably harder than winning the NCAA championship. <laughs> it, de- it definitely was. <laughs> as good as they were. Um, you know, obviously it's two sports. Um, you know, basketball is indoors, but you look at the football situation, your administration really seemed to um, um, go above and beyond as far as the protocol was concerned with that because uh, uh, you were able to get all your games in. Yeah, in football. Um, and, so I mean, yeah, we, we we were, and we had a great football um, program uh, season this year. Um, you know, uh, Mr. Banner, he, you know, Mr. Semifinalist uh, this year, and he had a great year. Um, again, outdoor and indoor is two different things, so we try to limit the number of uh, fans in in our games. Um, we we definitely keep our distance um, bench wise. We you know we try to separate as much as possible. 
Um, I, I think I know uh, during Christmas break, I think Williamson County are not allowing fans. They're kind of like live streaming uh, when we play in a uh, in Father Ryan's uh, Christmas tournament. Um, so it's it's going to be more of I think a college setting for some counties uh, when it comes to fans and and stuff like that. But uh, if we continue just to be safe and wear masks and 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 go by the guidelines the CDC put out there. I think uh, we should hopefully, and if things go right, I, I, I hope that we can finish the season. But you know, again, we have to we have to do what we have to do uh, to make sure we we all stay safe. Well, those um, tournaments or um, showcases, whatever they are in the in, in the holidays, um, they, I know coaches are really hoping to get those in because um, you are behind. That gives you a chance to catch up. They're not region games, so it's yeah. not like do or die, you know, win or go home type things. So right. uh, I know you're hoping to get those in. Yeah, I hope so. Um, again, it, it is going to be good. We're, you know, we're coming in and we play two district games next week. Um, and depending on the outcome, the next games will, will just help us practice to go down the stretch for the rest of the de- district games. And, um, you know, it's important to play non-conference games, but, you know, it doesn't matter what your record is in a non-conference game. As long as you in the district and you play well, you know, that's what really matters because at the end of the day, you want you want to uh, just finish in a good seed going into the district tournament, you know, possibly finish in the top two, depending on what, you know, uh, you do, and then maybe get to the region and hopefully get to the state if it, if if you know, everything is permitted, but, you know, everything is a, is a practice just to get to the district. Um, I know you've got um, your rival uh, Smyrna once this weekend. Who's your other district game against? It'll be Oakland on Friday, that Friday. Um, so we have uh, Smyrna and Oakland, uh, both good teams, great coaches. Uh, they've been around, you know, for a long period of time, and uh, they're really going to have their team ready to play. Um, I know we all lost a lot, but um, we're, I think we're just as young, if not younger than in both teams. So um, I just got to make sure that my team is going to be ready and prepared uh, just to play our first district game. Right now, you know, the morale is is still up um, and they're working hard in practice. It's just, you know, we got to make some things fall. Uh, If there's a coach that uh, this is kind of moving, bouncing around a little bit, if there's a coach that had that you played for that had an influence on you and how you go about your business as a coach who would that be uh it's, it's my college coach uh dave odom uh you know he's one of the uh uh win, most winning coaches in at, at, at wake forest he's uh got two acc titles a lot of things that i do is is pretty much how we did it in college through scouting reports uh watching film uh, how we conduct practice, um, stuff in the school. You know, it's not about just in the gym. You have to do stuff in the classroom to make sure, you know, you get your education first. Um, so I would say Coach Odom is one of my uh, most influential uh, coaches that I've I've, de- I've been around. And, you know, a lot of my styles has come from him where, uh, you know, I mean, we don't have a big man like Tim Duncan, but, you know, uh, just just going around and doing scouting reports and, and some of the plays that I get, you know, it, it still works today. 
All righty, Coach. Well, it's a pleasure having you on today. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, uh, I know a busy week for you with the district cranking up already, and uh, good luck to the Wolverines. Thank you for having me. It's Anthony Rutland joining us today. He's the head boys basketball coach at Laverne High School. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back, and Oakland's Troy Bond will join us. Winner's Trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion. Owner Kelly Hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams, churches, recognition awards, and more. Call Winner's Trophies at 904-6002. That's 904-6002 for the best in quality, service, and pricing. You can also email Kelly 